What's up, bosses? It's your favorite mindset and lifestyle mentor, Coach Bonds, here to help you boss up and level up in every area of your life, health, wealth, and most of all, mindset. I went from an out of shape, overstressed server, struggling single mom to CEO of my own coaching business, making five figures a month. And if I can boss up and change my life, you can too. And I'm here to show you how on today's episode of Boss Life with Bonds. What's up, guys and girls? It is your girl, Coach Bonds, coming in with another episode today of the Boss Life with Bonds. So right now, I'm actually in the middle of a four-day challenge, and this thing is freaking amazing. Like, the very, this, this gives me feels of the last or the first four-day challenge that I did, and just everyone was so hype, and all the ladies, like, everyone was just bonding and supporting each other, and it made the foundation for the strong community that we have now in the Boss Bot Academy. So I'm just like... I'm so excited and so grateful and so blessed because I remember back in December when I had a a much smaller community and I was talking with one of my good friends, Kelly, at the time, and I was like, dang, man, I just, I don't know what I need to do to make people interact more. And I'm not sure what I'm doing wrong. And now like I wake up and I've got like all these notifications from all the women in the group, encouraging each other, gassing each other up, going live, showing each other how they meal prep, talking about their struggles, helping each other uh, get through their struggles. And it's just been, I'm, I'm insanely blessed and I'm just so thankful. I literally was crying this morning again on the live because part of the the four-day challenge is that I go live and I do the well I go live every morning except for Fridays and do workouts with my clients and then during the six-week challenge or the four-day challenge I do affirmations with them because a lot of women including myself like that's a new concept to them speaking good about themselves what so um, it just it gets really emotional because this morning I woke up so full of energy. It reminded me of March and March is historically one of my best months. Like every single year, March is the year that I pop off. It's like spring, like I blossom. So March so far has been the best month of this year. And I woke up this morning with March vibes again. I was like, I'm abundant. I'm so blessed. The universe has everything that I need, everything he's put inside of me and everything that is here is available to me. And that is such a invigorating feeling something to recognize and and hold on to so I went into my day with that energy and I want to go into every day with that energy I want to go into every day like that I don't want it to just be on sometimes and on not and I know some of you guys can relate where like some days you are on it right whether it's your workouts whether it's your your emotions your energy like you're on it and then there's other times when you're not so much and you feel like you're just going through the motions and it's not a great place to be um and my, my remedy for that was awareness. For any of my, my life coaching clients, every week they will hear me say the bulk of the work that we do together is awareness. And you've heard it said before, like the first step is admitting you have a problem. So many people are walking around with problems that they are pretending they don't have because they don't want to face them. And if you know me, you know what I'm going to say next. You can't fix what you won't face. So today I actually want to talk about some things that people uh, that have come up this week for me uh, talking and meeting so many new awesome women that I found from TikTok or from Instagram or social media, since that's the only place I advertise and uh, just hearing some of their conversation or having conversations with them and hearing what's going on in their life. And I wanted to kind of just like take the veil off of some of these concerns that they have expressed to me. So 
let's let's without further ado hop right in I know I was all over the place but I kind of wanted this episode to be like that um I feel like I bring the most oomph when I'm unscripted and just just spitting it out so um today I want to talk about fears whys and lies and obviously these are going to be about the things that are holding you back and usually I talk about entrepreneur stuff people starting their own businesses I have lots of friends that that start their own business lots of friends like Ashley has her Etsy account Kelly has her her entertainment and still walking account my best friend Matthew started his own freaking cosplay um why can't I think of what you put on your face prosthetics um he does those and you better put your orders in now if you guys want to like kill it for halloween hit him up so anywho i put like i i talk a lot about that because that's where i'm at in life but i'm also a personal trainer and an online coach so today i kind of wanted to gear things towards what's holding you back in your fitness journey and what's holding you back from taking the first step and the the prompt for today's live for today's podcast was that one of the girls that is so freaking excited to start and i'm so freaking excited to have her Taylor you're freaking awesome we were messaging today and she's like yeah I've been wanting to reach out I've just been scared like she's like you know I may have typed messages and then deleted them and then that blew my mind guys because I'm we think that people are like us right we think everybody's like us and I think everyone is like me and whenever I'm ready to work with a coach I'm ready my last business mentor, Brian Mark, like the dude who I've modeled my podcast after and modeled my business, and he's so, shown me so much successful uh, tips. He he freaking, um, when I was ready to work with him, I had been listening to his podcast for so long. I had been um, like binging his content for so long. And I remember the day when I was just over it, like I threw my phone on the floor in the gym. I was stuck in my business. Um, and it was all mindset. It wasn't that I, it was mindset. It was all mindset. And my previous coach who I love and I actually work for now, she had put her business on hold for a few months. Um, and so I was like, I need something. I need something right now. I've been listening to this dude forever. I love his go 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 mentality and I literally messaged him was like Brian um where do I pay and then he starts doing what you know we do we're like we start trying to talk and build rapport and I'm like no no no, I don't think you understand take my money and he's like well here would you like to look at some of my clients results I'm like I don't fucking care like I'm ready to work with you take my money dude and that's why I am whenever I'm ready to do something like I'm just like this is what I need to do and I need to do it now because if I don't I won't and so for many of you I think that everybody's like that. So when people tell me they're afraid to reach out to me, I'm like, why? I'm like, am I not funny enough? Am I not like, like cool enough? Like, do I not come off as someone that you could talk to? Like, am I come off too tough? Like I tried the first year to, to present myself on social media as like everybody's best friend coach. I'm not going to yell at you. And oh girl, you don't feel like working out today. That's okay. That shit don't work. People don't get results like that. But regardless, I was like, dang man, I didn't, I didn't know that. So maybe it's not me, but either way, I think everybody's like me so when I hear that people are afraid to reach out to me my mind was literally like like how could you be afraid like this is something that changes your life what are you talking about and then I had to put myself in other people's shoes and I had to put myself back in my shoes before fitness changed my life and gave me confidence before I overcame the dark sadness depression two year long I hate God I hate everybody like and think about where I was So yes, I like, I started my business and I'm so proud of myself. Yay. But years ago, even though I always, years ago, I was terrified at the idea of starting business. 
I even remember going to school and thinking, I need to get a degree in something that will make money. And somebody said, go to business administration. And I was like, oh, hell no. Math, people, clients. Like, I almost short-circuited at the thought. Business. What are you talking about? Dressing up with a briefcase, a, a suit? Who? Right? Like, it just, it didn't, it didn't sit well for me. And um, I, w- I was terrified to do that. And what's funny is that almost every job that I worked at, with the very exception, with the, with the exception of very few, um, I felt like I could run the place better than the managers. Now, granted, they had something on me I didn't have, which was professionalism and punctuality, because this, you guys can't see me on the podcast when I'm flicking off the camera, like, that was my attitude. And I was like, man, fuck y'all, I'll get here when I get here. I work hard, I run circles around everyone in this building. Y'all better be happy I'm here when I am here, which is not a very uh, professional mindset. Um, and then also... I just, I, I feared business. I feared having that much responsibility. And when I look back on my life and I asked my dad, why is he still like in the position that he's in when he's been offered management, he's been offered the opportunity to move up. And he said, I didn't, I didn't want to be the one in charge of all those people. I don't want to be that guy. And that fear he passed on to me and I had to sit with it. And I'm like, that's his fear. That's not my fear. I had to look and realize that a lot of the reason why I hadn't gone as far and as high as I could go in life was because I had fears and these fears weren't even mine. I'm like, I love being a leader and every, no matter where I go, I get asked to join leadership. So why am I afraid to do the thing that I can do best? It wasn't even my fear. It was one that had been instilled for me from my parents. So this morning I posted um, a post imagine I posted on Instagram and Facebook today and the the headliner was you know no matter how hard I try it doesn't matter anyways right and I was talking about beliefs and fears that you hold on to from your childhood or maybe even from your adulthood and they're holding you back so ladies gentlemen ladies in in the boss up fitness community uh people in the audience whoever's listening to this podcast I want you to stop and if you're a journaler great journal prompt what fears are holding me back what am I afraid of like when I like, thank you so much for answering on the on the Facebook feed about you were scared about social anxiety. I, I don't even think about stuff like that because you see me and I'm just all over the place. And so like my brain can't even wrap around. I, I understand the concept of social anxiety and I know that I have been there's been in, instances where I felt, you know, not my bold self. It happens every week when I go to Toastmasters. I feel this big in front of all these successful people. But what's holding you back? And how long are you willing to let it hold you back? I wish there was like a defining moment where I could be like, ah, well, this happened. And then I decided, fuck fear. It did it, guys. I didn't just snap my fingers and one day wake up out of fear. What I had to do was every day take a little step outside of my comfort zone every single day. And I talk about this a lot. And that's why a couple of weeks ago, I gave my clients the comfort crushing challenge. And for everyone that did it, they're growing. Those people that did it, they're growing mentally. They're getting out of their comfort zone. They're doing the hard shit because growth only comes outside of your comfort zone. And so many people are stuck year after year after year. Their lives look the same. Their bodies look the same. Their mindset looks the same. And it's because they just won't get out of their comfort zone because they're so scared. I have clients that still won't take their before and after pictures because they're scared. And I'm like, how are you? If you don't face it, you can't fix it, guys. You cannot run away from your problems. You cannot shy away. You can't sleep your problems away. You can't um, seclude yourself from your from the whole world and think that problems go away. That's not how that works, guys. 
And every time that you do, every time that there's a chance for you to rise up and stand up for yourself and and step out of your comfort zone and do something that's going to challenge you and you run away from it, you're telling your subconscious mind that you don't think you can do it. And in that post today, I said, your thoughts become your beliefs. So now that one thought of, oh, I'm too scared to do this. Now it becomes a belief. And you guys have heard me say this time and time again, your subconscious, your brain is like a program. So you take this thought that you're not able to do this. Now you believe it. It is a belief. It is a core belief within your system. And now this is how you function. This is how you move. I can't do hard things because I am afraid to. That's why I'm so heavy on affirmations because you are rewiring your brain and taking that fear and replacing it with the new thought that can be your new belief so that that fear is no longer as, as big anymore. Weird story, weird story. Um, when we first moved to this house, literally the month that the pandemic hit god is so freaking awesome like i got i'll tell you the story about how my family bought this house and the pandemic and and when you first buy a house you don't have like mortgage payments for like two months which was perfect because the gym closed and i had lost my job and i was forced to take all of my clients online that would leave the gym with me sorry uh jim um but I saw no less than five snakes in this backyard within like the first two or three months. And those of you that have me on social media know because I was posting about them all of the time. Now, I live in Florida. I also live in a city called Castleberry. It's a suburb. Is it a suburb? It's a it's a it's a neighborhood right outside of Orlando. And um, Castleberry is beautiful because it's covered in lakes. Florida in itself is covered in lakes everywhere you go. You cannot go two miles without a lake or a body of water in Florida. And that's why it's so humid. But in my neighborhood, there's literally like I can walk to the back of my neighborhood. There's a lake. I can walk to the front. There's a lake. There's lakes all over here. So it makes sense that my backyard is full of snakes. But literally, though, five guys, five snakes in like months. And the, the problem with that is that nobody else would ever see these snakes but me. Me. And I was like, God, what the hell is going on? You know me and snakes don't sit well. And I don't do this anymore, guys. So if you're an animal lover, don't hate me, but I don't do this anymore. But my grandma owns a farm and I knew that when I saw a snake, you cut it, you cut its head off, right? And before you come for me, she had a farm, she had chickens, you, okay? Um, so anyways... I just kept seeing these snakes and there's no, the worst part is that one night, one day I was out there doing my morning routine by the pool. I had my feet up. Thank God. I had my feet up on the, uh, on the, uh, the chair. Right. Um, and I'm like listening to Hillsong worship or whatever. I got my coffee and my toast. Like I'm having a beautiful Instagram moment with the Lord in the morning by this pool. And then, um, And then all of a sudden something just, I just opened my eyes and who do I see right under my feet slithering on by like everything's gravy. Yes, it was just a black garden snake, but I don't care guys. He was this close from my feet. That was number one. Then I would see another one and then I would see another one. I just kept seeing them. And this is my biggest fear. No, the snake that you saw Tisha was uncalled for. And so finally I was like, God, I know, I know how this works. When things keep reappearing in my life, they are significant. Just like if Bonnie's talking and she emphasizes something and she says it again and she says it again and she says it again, it's because it's important. I need you to listen. So God, what are you trying to tell me about all these damn black snakes in the backyard? Why am I the only one that's seeing them? I want them all dead. And from that, God told me this. I said, snakes are your biggest fear, right, Bonnie? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, are you going to kill every snake in the world? 
I was like, I guess not. I don't have enough shovels. Me and God talk really funny. Like I talked to him like thug life, like, dude, what is this? And he's like, what is this? So, um, what that hit me, he's like, you're never going to be able to smite out all of your fears. Other fun fact, there's a movie show on Netflix called lock and key. And in one of the episodes, the girl, um, went into her dream or her, her subconscious and killed her fear. And then her brother is like, you can't kill your fear. It's a whole emotion. That's a part of you. And so notice, guys, when I talked about fear, I didn't say just crush your fears. I usually say something like fuck your fears or confront your fears or face your fears. I don't say get rid of them. You can't get rid of them. Like, I'm still not excited about the idea of a snake being on my skin. But do I want to kill it anymore? No. And the lesson that I learned from that was that God was like, there's always going to be snakes. So, guys, there's always going to be fear in your life. There's always going to be something you're afraid of. You can either face it. You have to learn to live with it. Like you, what are you going to do? You're going to kill your fear every time you're going to avoid it. You're going to run from everything that makes you uncomfortable. That's going to make you one soft ass bitch, isn't it? Right. If, if you, if you leave every time something is uncomfortable, if you shy away from discomfort, if you're not like getting like, if you're, I got to move the comments cause I'm getting distracted, <laughs> but no, keep commenting guys. But if you shy away from something, the things that scare you all throughout life, you're going to end up with a very unfulfilled life. You're going to end up unhappy that you never took chances. You're going to end up full of regret and you're going to end up watching everyone else's lives. You're going to be at your house, old lady, just scrolling on Facebook, looking at all the things everybody else did because they faced their fears, watching your friends jump out of planes, watching your friends have their crazy weight loss journey because they decided to invest in themselves and actually like put their, their, their effort in themselves and, and believe in themselves and face their fears. Y'all, your friends that went and traveled the world because they weren't letting fear hold them back and you're just scrolling. So you get to choose. You can either be controlled by your fear or you can face them and embrace them and create an amazing life. Because guess what? Another place that confidence comes from is facing your fears. So after me and God had that revelation, um, I, I, I wish I could say I didn't see any more snakes. But like literally a few days later, I was in my pool and sure enough, there was a snake like super close to my um, jungle of a backyard. Like we have a pool in the middle of a jungle. I don't want to talk about that backyard. And then the dogs have like dug up all the grass. It looks like any moment there could be tents and families living in my backyard. I don't want to talk about it. But I, 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 I realized like the snakes right here now. Before I would have freaked out, I would have got out of the pool. I would have been scared he was just going to come for me while I was in the pool. Like the craziest things. And how, how many times do we do that? How many times do we make up this crazy ass scenario that's never going to happen, but we hold on to that thought and we decide that that, that, that crazy thing that I just made up in my head, that's what's going to happen. And so I don't want it to, so I'm going to stay safe right here. The odds that a snake is going to literally come for me while I'm in the pool and I'm bigger than him and I'm not his food, very slim. So I'm so thankful that God allowed that snake to get that close to me the first time because it made me realize, hey, if you're a Bible reader, I looked at it from a new lens now. You know, the 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 verse about the, the serpent beneath your feet, the serpent was literally beneath my feet and God was showing me, he's like, what are you afraid of? He's underneath your feet. So guys, if you're not a biblical person, I'm going to translate that to you. What are you afraid of? Like you can walk on your fears. You may not be able to kill them all. You may not be able to remove them all, but literally they're underneath you. They're beneath you. Stop letting fear hold you back. So the next thing 
Now that we've talked about facing your fears and, and, and the life that you can create for yourself if you face your fears, one of the, the, the biggest things that got me back on track and that will get you back on track is always remembering the why. Now, if you remember um, in the beginning, so long ago, was that 20 minutes ago, I talked about how I knew I wanted to run my own business. I always felt smarter or that I could run any job that I worked at, but I just, I listened to the fear. Oh, I'm not as professional as my bosses are. I'm not as, I don't, I don't do numbers well, so I can never do it. But, and, and I did let that hold me back from starting a business for a while. But then that why kept burning inside of me so much that I couldn't ignore it. The why was this, guys. I've always wanted to help. I've always wanted to serve. I went to school for ministry to preach and to teach. When I went to Nicaragua for the first time, my heart broke in a thousand pieces. And I was like, how can I get back here? What can I do? What can I serve? And so every summer I would get money, raise money, and get back into the mission field every year. And so even though I was going through a depressive bout from about 2016, probably like 15 to like 17, um... And, and I was like stationary. I was stuck in time. I was stuck in my drunk and high stage and just scrolling on my phone like a lot of people, just playing games. And in the pit of my stomach, every night that I would do that, something in me was like, why are you doing this, Bonnie? Like, you know that you're supposed to be doing something. You know that you're supposed to be doing something. And I was like, no, I'm not. If I was supposed to be doing something, God would have let me get the job as a pastor. And then I just keep scrolling. And just stay in that sad ass bitch story. That's why I'm so adamant about telling the sad bitch to shut up because I let her run my life for like two years. So I'm just scrolling away, just scrolling away, blocking out all of the feelings of wanting to serve and help because I was burnt out also from serving in church for so long and working for so long. I was burnt out. So I was like, I don't even care anymore. But it just kept burning within me every, every day that would go by that I wasn't fulfilling my purpose. It was burning in me. Dominique talked about it today in the Facebook group where she's like, I just know that I have a bigger purpose and I'm not sure like you know I'm not sure like exactly what direction to go in but it's like it's it's burning a hole within her that's what I felt and so for some of you there you know that there that, that that the why you need to make moves is burning a hole in you I don't know what it is but you do I don't know if it's because you lost a relative because they didn't take care of their health and you know in the back of your head that could be you I don't know if it's because there's never been a time in your life where you looked in the mirror and you liked the way that you looked. I don't know if it's because you're no longer having sex with your partner with the lights on because you hate the way that you look or you're not having sex at all. That's no way to live. You literally are together. You are united as one so that you could do that. And you're not able to, so you're feeling unfulfilled. I don't know if it's because you don't have the energy to make it through the day um, without copious amounts of caffeine. I don't know if it's because you you don't have an appetite and and you got Coach Bonnie yelling at you to eat, but you don't really know what how to eat because you've lost your appetite because you've suppressed it for so long. I don't I don't know what is burning within you that every day is telling you you need to do something you need to change you need to do something you need to change you know you need to stop this you know that you need to stand up and do this guys stop ignoring that why stop ignoring that why that why that passion that burning within you that's your ticket to the next level but as long as you keep suppressing and pushing it down and acting like it's not that big you're gonna end up just like the ladies I was talking about before just scrolling away feeling regret every single day that I was scrolling and tapping and playing freaking bingo blitz and toy blast I could feel it in my core I was like you're wasting time 
you are wasting time. And that voice just kept getting louder until finally, I think that's, I don't know when it happened, but I was like, I'm not wasting time anymore. I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna do stuff. And I think that's why I am now the way I am now. Like, I don't want to waste time. I know that I'm young and, and we are young. We, you know, we got our whole lives ahead of us. But I also believe in making the most of every opportunity. And the sooner that I was able to get my junk together, the sooner I was able to be here talking to you guys. Imagine what my life would have looked like if I had just acted sooner. I'm big on divine timing and I know that everything happened perfectly. My business, my online coaching business starting during COVID, that was like divine timing. Every, nobody had a choice but to, to work with their coaches online. And it also has helped the health and wellness community because all you guys saw online before was Herbalife and, and skinny teas and all kinds of stuff. And now you have licensed, certified, educated professionals online every day in your face. Like that's bullshit. Don't do that. That's a lie. You need to eat more. You need to lift weights. So everything happens for a reason and I'm thankful for it, but I can't help but imagine what would have happened if I stopped feeling sorry for myself sooner. What would have happened if I didn't let fear rule my life sooner? What would have happened if I would have listened to my why sooner? And so my last note, my last bullet point, if you will, for today is the lies. The lies and the fear go hand in hand. I, would have, I wish I could have switched those two around, but it sounded better this way. So the lies are are what we call, what us coaches call and us like spiritual uh, mentors call limiting beliefs. And those, those are usually in alignment with your fears. So the lie that I was listening to for years was that I wasn't professional enough and I couldn't be um, punctual. One, anyone can be punctual. And two, professionalism is a matter of perception. Look at Gary V running. He's a freaking millionaire, probably a billionaire. Is he super professional? No, he's one of the reasons why I feel comfortable cussing. And I had to realize, like, you can start your business and not have to be this person that you thought business was with the suits and the and the stiff neck and the like you can run your business for you the way you want to. And I think like one of the reasons why I got into coaching, aside from everything else, like life literally led me here. But one of my motivating factors was that I saw coaches and I saw how arrogant some of them were. And it's usually not coaches. I will say that. And it's usually the front desk people who aren't actual coaches that are assholes. But some coaches who get into this thing just because they like to exercise and they think someone cares how buff they are. And I thought, I can show people that, that, that it's different, that it doesn't have to look like this. And so one of those lies there in that instance was I used to believe, well, I'm not fit enough to be a coach. I don't have like, I, I like, like, I'm not, I'm not letting my body fat get to 12%. I don't have time for that. I enjoy food and I enjoy alcohol. I'm not dropping that much weight. So that was the lie that, oh no, I wouldn't be successful if I didn't look the part. And I had to get real with myself and I'm like the body, someone's physique doesn't make them a good coach. It doesn't. There's lots of people who have great physiques and they are not good coaches. They are horrible people. They only care about themselves. And then the same, someone who doesn't look picture perfect could be the best coach ever for you because they know how to coach you. So I'm so glad that I didn't listen to the lies that, oh, I couldn't be professional enough to own my own business or I couldn't be, I, I don't have the shape to be a personal trainer and I don't want that perfect body. Those were all lies. So what lies have you been telling yourself for why you're not stepping up in your life? Oh, it's too hard. 
I think someone messaged me the other day and they're like, I don't want to let you down. That's a fucking lie. How are you going to let me down? You literally pay me. If you decide not to do this, that's on you. How can I be disappointed in you? I know what that's like. I've had to lose weight before. I've been struggling with depression before. Like, how could you disappoint me? That's a lie. Don't listen to that. Another lie people say is, I wish Caitlin was here. One of my clients, she's in Facebook jail. Another lie that people like to tell themselves for why they don't get up and do something about their fitness is that they don't have the money. And Caitlin is my favorite to call. Like she, when I think I did it on the phone with her, I was like, okay, so you don't have the money, but you really need this. Okay. How much are we spending in fast food a month? And I think her number came out. It was either 300 something or 500 something. Um, and so I'm not, this isn't like a, a sales tactic, but like, these are lies that we tell ourselves. I don't have enough to do what I want to do most in life. I am not enough to do the things that I want to do most in life. I won't be successful at the things that I want to do most in life. Or my, my other favorite, this will never work for me. Can you imagine, real quick, can you imagine if someone, an Olympian, started the race with an idea, the thought in their head that I'll never win? If you can imagine, they would probably run a lot slower or not compete as hard because in their mind, that that fear that they're going to lose or that they're not going to win, um, that's it, there. And then the lie that they can't do it, you're not going to work as hard. That's a thought that they have. And now it's a belief. And so the belief uh, that dictates your actions. So someone that thinks a certain way and believes a certain way is going to move a certain way. So you telling yourself that I don't have enough money, that's a thought. And now it's a belief. Now you truly believe you don't have money and so how do you act you act cold when when people try to help you like hey I would like you to join this really cheap program that I made for you I'm literally like selling you my my wisdom and my stuff for what I made in a day as a waitress nope I don't have money and I'm like okay guys these are things this is a wall that you put up to keep you safe because you have fears and you've forgotten your why do you see how these all come together now I need you to get real with where you want to be I need you to get real with the fears that you have about where you want to be. I need you to get real about the whys. The why do you want to be there? And then get real about the lie that you've been telling yourself about why you can't achieve it. Nine times out of 10, it's a big fat lie. And so I hope that this has marinades within your soul and that you journal about it, you think about it, you write about it and you get real with yourself because our problems don't change until we get real with ourselves. A lot of people say that they don't have time for this, this, and that. But if you look at their screen time on their phone, they have time for that. A lot of people say they don't have money to invest in themselves. But I bet you if they end up in the ER, they will have time. They will they will have to magically pay for that. They will say that they're not good enough. And it's only because their fear has told them that. So I want you to think, like, where could you be if you weren't ruled by your fear? Where would you be if you got back to why your dreams are important to you? Why you want to take better care of your body? Why you want to start your own business? These things get back to your whys. And then last of all, abandon the lies. Replace those lies and make them affirmations. I don't have enough money. I'm abundant and money comes easily to me because I am prosperous and I am blessed. I don't have time. I have ample time and I manage my time well. This will never work for me. Everything that I do works out in my fit. Not everything. <laughs> um, 
I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Guys, you have to turn your negativity into affirmations. You have to reprogram your thoughts if you plan to reach these goals in your life. Otherwise, you can just pack your bags and get comfortable on Comfortable Street. But I know that's not what you want. And how do I know that? Because you're listening to this podcast. How do I know that? Because you're watching this live. So if you got some value from this podcast today, uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, drop some fire emojis in the comments. You already know the deal. You can't share this. So um, if you want someone to hear this, just let them know. We'll be on The Boss Life with Bonds, available on Spotify and iTunes. So if you are watching or listening to this on either of those, I would love for you to do me a favor and screenshot this and post it in your story. Tag me at Body by Bonds. Um, I would love to shout you out. I love... Uh, Um, Just getting all the support from you guys and giving you the wisdom that I've learned through all of the tears of the years. So um, have an amazing Wednesday night, guys. And I'll be back with another podcast for you next week. Coach Bonds out. Peace.